beautiful people. On today's podcast episode, I talk with my dear friend Andrew about bee venom therapy and nourishing your body by growing your own food. We get into a lot of different topics on this episode that I know you will enjoy just as much as I did. So I'm just going to get right into it. Enjoy, beautiful people. Hello, beautiful people. I'm here with Andrew Ray San, and we're going to talk about bee venom therapy I want to learn more about it. I did bee venom therapy a month ago and I was buzzing after, but for people listening who don't know what it is, what is it and why did you get into it? Hoshindo Japanese meridian bee venom therapy is an ancient way of health which originated in Japan. And my sensei, voice Sterling Jones sensei, brought Hoshindo to the West. And so it's a kind of like a homeopathic-like way of bee venom therapy in the sense of using less is more Mm. principle of homeopathy. So it's a very soothing, gentle, loving way of working with bees and specifically the bee venom to micro tap upon the meridians of the body to elicit smooth flow of chi of electrical you know life force mm-hmm. and it goes very deep into soul and spirit mm-hmm. not only life force So it is a very powerful way of working with the bees, which is very different from the Western, or we could say the American apitherapy. And how I found out about it was being guided by one of the pioneers of organic or biodynamic agriculture who came to me and in meditation, Mm -hmm. I was guided to San Francisco Green Gulch Zen Center where, you know, at the time I didn't know what it was or really even where it was. And then I Googled San Francisco Green Gulch Zen Center and came to find out that it was just above the Golden Gate Bridge. And so I, you know, said, I'm going here to this place to investigate this man who came to me. And so I actually was going with the intention to learn about his practice of what's called biodynamic French intensive method of agriculture in the land. Mm -hmm. And after two weeks of sitting in meditation in the mist upon his grave. I came to find out that the practices were not in alignment with how Alan practiced uh, biodynamic French intensive cultivation. Mm. And so I made the decision that it wasn't right for me to do a work exchange to help them with their flower cultivation for flower altars. Mm. 
And then mysteriously throughout the time, it was a very mysterious time, the, every day, every moment, really. Mm-hmm. And bees kept coming to me that whole time. And you knew nothing about bee venom therapy then? I wasn't conscious of bees being a way of therapy at the time. Mm-hmm. I had been living, this was about 2015, and I had been living with bees since 2012. Mm-hmm. And so I'd really only known about bees being essential aspect of every aspect of our life. Mm-hmm. That all of our lives are dependent upon the bees. But I didn't connect the dots before then that they could be used to help us to mm-hmm. heal ourselves. So, yeah, did you have a question? So you mentioned that you tap into the meridian points. Is this similar to an acupuncture treatment? Beautiful. It actually is a precursor to acupuncture. Mm-hmm. So bees have been stinging us since antiquity you know wherever bees came from Mm -hmm. atlantis or who knows the cosmos Mm -hmm. so we've been being in relationship and being stung by bees since you know who knows how long Mm -hmm. so metallurgy is only a more recent creation what is metallurgy so creating metal needles right Mm. in acupuncture Mm -hmm. to needle the body right with a dead needle and so bees are living and predate the acupuncture needling Mm -hmm. so you know even in china they were using things like bamboo and other ways bones and such and so metal needles is a more of a new creation mm-hmm. where the bees have been living with us in relationship and is from nature, from the cosmos, where a metal needle is from some guy's ego, mm. some, some person who created it or group, I don't know. And so it is a way of mimicking the bee. And it's interesting how Japanese apotherapy comes maybe the closest we could say to mimicking bee venom therapy of Hoshindo. Hoshindo means the way of the bee in Japanese. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting how the shallow needle insertion of the Japanese acupuncture way and even possibly heating needles and doing uh, micro duration taps, micro tapping uh, with a needle, shallower insertion, like I said, is likened to a bee. In the way of Hoshindo, where we lightly tap upon the body, upon these meridians, these energy flows. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in Western apotherapy, most of the time, it is full bee stings being used Mm -hmm. and a tendency to go toward the bladder meridian on the back, which is only one of the energy flows. 
right? Mm -hmm. And so if we have 12 primary meridian flows and we're only going to one and then we're using a yang technique, which is a full beasting, it's out of balance. What we're doing in Hoshin is using micro taps. Mm -hmm. We could say bio tapping, living taps with a bee stinger, only catching the barb of the bee stinger on the epidermis, on the outer layer of the skin. And in that way, like my sensei describes it, a blotter on ink on paper. Mm. Or I like to look at it as painting the canvas of the body, right? So our body is like a beautiful canvas and what we're doing is an art mm-hmm. and how I practice a healing ministry of administering micro amounts of the spirit of the bee and that electrical um, potency. So every sting that is done, the person receives the bee venom with that sting and the bee dies. So for people listening who are new to this, are you using live bees? Mm. You have such a deep relationship with bees. Do you feel any sort of feelings about them dying? Beautiful. So it's good to clarify. Mm-hmm. Ho Shin is a very light gentle tapping technique that's painless it's Mm -hmm. pain-free and it's important to do those micro amounts of bee venom and so a full sting like you say is a different technique within our lineage that it it is used for a different response of the body where Hoshin, which is the name Hoshin Japanese Meridian Apitherapy, Hoshin is the tapping technique. Mm-hmm. And so it's that, like we said, less is more. You know, the, a micro amount, it comes down to fluid dynamics that a micro amount at a point creates a macroscopic change within the medium. So it's not about more is better. Mm-hmm. Do more bee stings and you get a better result. That's not true at all. It's about less is more, right? So mm-hmm. the tapping technique, Hoshin, is very different from a full bee sting. And so that's a good distinction to make. You know, full bee sting, we associate it with pain and, you know, fear and all these things that may arise in a soul. Where, in fact, Ho Shin elicits a very beautiful immune response, which is soothing, which is helping guide, as my sensei says, the immune system back home, mm-hmm. which is very different from just like full bee stings could be overtaxing for someone's immune system and adrenal glands and whatnot. And so in Ho Shin, just like a full bee sting, the life of the bee is given, right? So people have in different apitherapy avenues used bees without giving their life. And there's different techniques that could be done for someone to do that, though in Hoshindo lineage, mm-hmm. 
it's not how we're taught. Mm-hmm. So sensei has taught us how to receive the life of the bee in a reverential way, in a ceremonial way. Right? And it's all about gratitude. So being grateful to receive life, to lift our spirit, to lift our life force mm-hmm. is a part of the lineage. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, there's other people who have tried to and and some are successful with administering bee therapy without giving the life of the bee. Mm. But it's different. And maybe there's more suffering for the bee being squeezed in a piece of cloth or a piece of uh, cotton paper who do these kind of techniques where our way is to intend to have the least amount of suffering for the bee whilst ensuring the, the regenerative ability of the whole organism. So this leads us to talk about each little bee being like a cell, a somatic cell of the one being, or we could say the organism, right? So when we think of bees, the little single bees we see are but uh, the will, right? The will force, the field bees we see. Those are cells mm-hmm. of a greater organism that may be invisible to many. And the whole is greater than the sum of the parts or single bees. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So when we receive the bees which are on the last days of their life, these are field bees. So maybe 8 to 12 days of the last days of their life. We're receiving those bees which have already completed all their internal hive life duties and so they're already out in the field offering themselves Mm. to to the whole of creation so we are living in relationship we could say oneness consciousness depending on how where one is at in their development and working with the bees harmoniously ceremonially Does that resonate with you? Definitely. How many stings can one bee provide for a human? So again, this is good to further distinguish a full bee sting from a micro tap. Micro tap. Or a bio tapping. So a full bee sting, one full bee sting per single female bee. Mm -hmm. Per, we call them worker bees, right, in the West. And so... Right, one full bee sting, and some people in like American apitherapy will leave that stinger in for a long time, you know, 15 minutes, even some people, mm-hmm. um, which I find is unnecessary because it's, according to some people, foreign protein. So I don't see any need to do a full bee sting and leave the stinger in. Mm-hmm. What we do is primarily. I do my best to not have to go to full bee stings or set-ins. I do my best to work with only micro-tapping if possible mm-hmm. because we can receive one bee's life 
and use that same bee stinger to cover one point to numerous points across the whole body. Sometimes I've gotten 30, 40, 50 taps oh, wow. out of one bee. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my buddy's gotten 100 mm-hmm. out of one bee. It's incredible. So it spreads the potency, the vibratory frequency, the spiritual energy across the most surface area of the body as possible mm-hmm. without having to use, we could say, you know, the Western use, but really offer the gift of more than, you know, in a first session, one to three bees. Mm-hmm. And then building up gradually to what is required for an individual, right? Because we're each unique. One person may only be able to receive one bee. Another person may may require five. It just depends. Mm-hmm. So I've done the bee venom therapy and I felt incredible after. But I would like to hear what many different people that you see have to say about their experience. Do they feel tired? Do they feel energized as I felt? Do they, does it relieve soreness for them? What is the main purpose that people come to see you? And how do they usually feel after? Is everyone different? So to start with everyone being unique. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. And so every single person is coming for their unique request. Mm -hmm. Right? And needs. Because we all have... You know, we all have the same needs. We all know about that. But at the same time, we each maybe aren't being met with our needs in certain ways, which is unique to us. Same with our requests is going to vary from person to person. You know, of course, where it becomes more common is like allergies. Of course, you know, a lot of people come for allergies and, you know, back issues and knees and these kind of simple things. Um headaches, migraines, whatnot, very easy things to deal with mm-hmm. are more often coming, you know, coming, presenting than MS, Lyme, dementia, mm. and such, more chronic situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say basically it just depends on the, on the being who's presenting Mm-hmm. And how deep one wishes to go into the bee realm. Because it's more for me of a lifestyle than a quick fix. It's more of a process and a practice. Right? Healing is a process. It's not just a quick fix. Mm-hmm. Right? Which so many people seek for that quick pass right Mm -hmm. to relieve it now let's get rid of it now and interestingly enough deeper transformation is a process Mm. and so I find myself meeting people all across the spectrum with every kind of issue Hoshindo, Japanese Meridian Apotherapy, has a calling for people to, for Lyme. You know, a lot of people with Lyme, um, that what they, what they call Lyme. Mm-hmm. 
And so, yeah, it just depends, you know, on, on who is showing up. Some people need to be coming for emotional, mental work. You know, other people just would like to be raised in their spirit. And other people need more clarity cognitively, mentally, right? Um, psychologically, people are ready for a clearer life. So they don't have as much of that debris. So it varies from person to person to person. And some people require one session. You know, with allergies, it tends to be one to four sessions and the allergies is cleared up. Mm. I've seen it be gone in one session. So it depends on how long standing or if it's something that's easier to address, then, you know, that's going to determine how many sessions are required to strengthen that person's innate healing ability because it's the bees aren't healing or I'm not doing anything right the bees are just waking up the immune system to heal thyself mm -hmm. right so some people come and feel really tired right after because their body needs to go into that parasympathetic healing restorative digestive mode other people feel the buzz like you felt, mm, right? Felt and feel super energized, awake, alive, more alive. So a lot of people feel that they're more of themselves. That I hear that a lot. That I feel like myself. I feel more of myself again. Mm -hmm. I feel my spirit finally. Which is the true healing. Yeah. Definitely. So beautiful. The bee therapy that I got was so powerful. So I'm really grateful about that. I'm going to switch gears here and talk about the garden, which is connected to the bees because you have a massive garden, which people listening, I would like you to tell more about, is where you collect your bees. So it's a very full circle organism happening here where you honor the bees, give them life, beautiful life in this beautiful garden bring them back into the ground again and again and meaning bring them back into the ground after my bee venom therapy i had six bees i released them back into the earth it's not like they're just tossed away somewhere it comes back to gratitude mm. we could say appreciation or as well acknowledgement because first we have to acknowledge and then we have to ask, ask permission mm -hmm. from her, from be spirit. Mm. And then we have to give gratitude. Those three principles, we could even say four, to come from consciousness, we could say, awareness. Mm -hmm. I am aware of what I do. First, I acknowledge what is who is the being who is in relationship with us and then asking permission is it optimal to harvest to, to receive the gift mm. of bees from the garden and then to appreciate the gift of the cosmos the whole cosmos mm -hmm. coming through the bee 
because it's the bees some people may see it as a physical you know being or object even if someone is seeing everything as dead mm. but in reality it's a spiritual being mm-hmm. right of the most high love light perfection wisdom so to honor the being and ask for her to give of herself freely without taking anything right so many people are caught up in taking 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 from life from other people Mm. from themselves and so it's about we could say for lack of better words in the moment giving and receiving as one in love and loving kindness Mm -hmm. and appreciation which is why we cultivate a garden is because our lives are dependent in every way upon the garden just as the garden and all of our lives are intertwined and totally dependent not codependent (laughs) but dependent upon the bees for without the bees we don't have the fruits of the garden you know we don't have the life of the land just as it is so with the ants and with all the other specially stinging insects creatures right because they're so unique and they give life this etheric quality to all of the garden and so it is with us that the bees give us the this life and spirit and soul and so it's so much more even than a relationship Mm. it's a oneness or we could say a wholeness where we're not separate from the honeybee. Mm. Apis mellifera is what they call her. Of course, what a misnomer. Apis bee and meli, honey, and fera, carrier, means that we have reduced her a grand, ineffable spiritual being down into a honey carrier for our profit as a society as a cooperate as a not a cooperation as a corporation corporation, right that's what the bees teach us is to cooperate it's not the strongest the fittest survive it's those who are in the unified quantum field cooperating thrive so it is we're not separate from her we are really in fact one grand being so in a very mysterious way the bee venom carries our true self and is why on a spiritual level spiritual dimensionality mm-hmm. or multi-dimensionality because we're a multi-dimensional beingness which is why the bee therapy is so powerful And unlike any modality you can name, from cranial sacral to osteopathy to homeopathy to you name it, Mm -hmm. 
which is why the B therapy practice in a ceremonial, a loving way, as Hoshindo is practiced, which is why it is so potent and profound mm -hmm. and yet so simple and graceful is because it has, it contains our true spirit. So it's so much more than, you know, bringing this harmonious fluidity into our energy pathways. It's so much greater. It loosens up the soul so we can fly freely, liberated, we could say, mm -hmm. from the debris. That's what I call it. Mm. Right? Thought, words, emotions belief systems, desires, all in the soul life, mm -hmm. right? And then the spirit, it has the spirit mm -hmm. who is our true spirit or Carl Jung called the true self. Mm -hmm. Some call the I or I consciousness. And the eye consciousness is contained within the bee venom. Mm. And so as we bring in the eye consciousness, we strengthen, we activate, we awaken eye consciousness, which is also awakening the soul consciousness, which is a we. So in our soul, we are one. In our I, you are unique, I am unique, right? And so that's why bees are so different from any other modality, right? A plant does not have the I in the plant. Mm -hmm. An animal does not have the I in the animal. It is a group soul. Bees mysteriously is a carrier, not of honey, but of the I consciousness, mm. our true selves, our radiant spirit, we could say bliss consciousness. Mm. That's so powerful. And based on the way that you treat your garden with all the vegetables that are growing, everything's so fresh and natural. It just goes to show how unified you are with the bees mm. and the foods and the plants based on your garden. It shows me so much just about how connected you actually are to the bees because there's so much life growing. And I don't think this life could grow without your really pure intentions in the harvesting process of everything. And cultivating loving kindness, respectfulness, awareness. Mm -hmm. Because the garden is our well-being. Mm. You know, it's like a good way to ask, who are you really? Please show me your garden. Mm. Of your heart, of whatever you mirror into your reality mm -hmm. please show me your garden because it shows so much about who we really are mm 
-hmm. right? And so living with bees, living with the garden as one, oneness of consciousness is essential to creating as we move forward, cradles of love, as one of my mentors says, islands of health. Because our world has become so toxic, so uninhabitable, it is of utmost essentiality we cultivate our reality mm. through pure loving eye consciousness. Mm. Because the more cultivation of life, the healthier we are. Right on a physical level, we could say everything is is electrical. Everything is pH regulated on a physical level, which is why I cultivate the garden. Is because the garden is growing fruits and herbs and vegetables, which are the most raw, the most vital, and it's all about on that physical level. All about the high vitality nourishment. Can we talk about the difference between a packaged arugula and picking the arugula from the earth in your garden? Hmm. Beautiful. Well, arugula at the grocery store is like a corpse. It's like a dead carcass. In the sense that there's no life, it's just but a physical body, we could say. And not to say that we can't pray over it and raise the vibratory frequency of it, mm -hmm. but who really does that? Who really gives grace yeah. nowadays? You know, of course, us in more spiritual community give gratitude, give grace mm -hmm. before our meals. Though on a mass scale of civilization, few are giving gratitude mm -hmm. to, to the meal, to how it was cultivated, to all the farm workers, to the truck drivers, and so on and so forth, right? How it came 1,500 plus miles to our dinner plate, you know? It's rare. And so... Before we give grace, it's essential to grow nourishment, which is high vitality. So in true naturopathy, everything is about vitality. Can you define vitality for people listening? Mm. So I find myself measuring the garden because as we measure, we know what works. If we don't measure what we're doing, we don't know what works. Mm -hmm. So I find myself more and more measuring, say, the arugula or the spinach or a fruit or vegetable or ginger and measuring for the overall vitality, which is not just the body like we see with the food in the grocery stores, mm -hmm. which even doesn't really have life because it's been evaporated out of it, we could say, that etheric, even electrical on a more physical level the 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 foods are not as vital on the physical and the vital level 
But what I'm measuring is the overall vitality. So the physical body, the physical vitality, the life etheric vitality, the soul vitality, and the spiritual vitality. We are a fourfold being who is made up of body, life, soul, and spirit. Mm-hmm. So nourishment is not just about eat this kind of nutrition and you're going to get what you need. That's not true at all. Our body is performing so much transmutation that it's not a linear eat calcium to get calcium kind Mm -hmm. of nutrition. Right? Interestingly enough, eat silica to transmutate calcium. So it's not as straightforward as people want to believe with, of course, that's more of a biochemical uh, level of vitality, right? We talk about uh, acid and alkaline forming foods mm-hmm. in true naturopathy. What that is, is coming back to what we could call electricity, that we have high vibrational foods high vibratory electron foods, Mm -hmm. and proton-rich foods, such as meat and dairy, right? Those are, they don't have the electrical um, chemistry, right? When you eat raw food from the garden, it has that electrical chemistry. It has that alkaline forming ability. Mm. When you eat raw fruits, right? Ripe raw fruits. Of course, if we pick unripe fruits nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. Bananas are becoming more and more irradiated and, you know, um, devoid of this life that we're talking about. And even a lot of fruits are picked unripe and thus may be acid forming. Mm -hmm. So if we are ready to power ourselves up with more alkalizing or we could say electron supplying foods, then the garden is the supplier of it, right? Fruits and berries and melons and herbs and raw vegetables from the garden are alkaline forming. Everything else we talk about in nutrition, it's going to have that tendency to go into down into the acid forming foods, nuts and seeds and Right. If we take a seed and sprout it and, you know, make alfalfa sprouts, that's different. That's going to be alkaline forming. But how we eat nowadays, our culture Mm -hmm. is an acid forming culture or we could say dehydrating. So that's on again, that's a vital level, an electrical level. Mm -hmm. What about the soul? There's no soul in the food. It's dead. There's no spirit in the foods nowadays, right? The farmers are, or nowadays, so much of it is roboticized, right? So there is no spirit. There is no I planting the seed anymore. It's become a dark force robot planting seeds. Mm -hmm. Even drones shooting seeds out. Right now, even to the point of the honeybees, creating drone honeybees, right? To replace the honeybee collapse, which is 
a human collapse disorder to begin with, right? We have destroyed the life, the soul, the spirit of the earth, and the physical body of the earth, compacted her so much so that it's become, just like in the majority of bodies, constipated, Mm. right? So there's one professor out there that says everybody's issue is constipation. Mm. And that's not the constipation that we think of that has to do with the bowels, but a interstitial lymphatic constipation. Mm. That the lymphatic system, the protein waste removal system has become compacted. So it is with the garden. That the earth has become so compacted that the cosmic forces, the spirit, and the astrality, the soul, is not, and even the life, because without that oxygenation in the soil, oxygen is a carrier of vitality. Without that happening, the animals are not thriving. The animal life feeds the plant life in the soil. Without that, we are a dust bowl. And so it is, we see, you know, so much of our earth is becoming like another dust bowl. Mm -hmm. Just compacted, devoid of life. And then, of course, you know, add on top of that, we over-cultivate, over-graze, over-spray chemicals, and on and on. Uh, Pollute the environment to an nth degree and also pave the earth, urban sprawl, EMFs, chemtrailing, you name it. Mm -hmm. Destroying life upon our mother earth and so the honeybees are a healer of the atmosphere a healer of the plant and the tree life we as a eye consciousness as, as a collective a we in the soul we all have the responsibility to cultivate our mother ray of love because without islands of health we're we are done. Mm. And, you know, it goes back to numerous beings, Einstein and so on and so forth, who have shared, without the bees, we're, as well, we are all going to collapse, right? And we see it happening now. Uh, and, and being in the sixth mass extinction of, of the earth, um, amidst it right now, we either wake up, and love ourselves, which includes all of life, mm-hmm. or we continue to destroy, pollute, corrupt the earth mm-hmm. and, and continue to feed into her decline, which has been happening for you know hundreds of years, however long uh, this has been happening. So it kind of leads us to biodynamic farming or cultivation mm-hmm. because what we know as organic Right. So the grocery store nowadays is like, oh, just buy organic. Right. You hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Organic is just conventionally organic. And what is conventionally organic? So the foods that have so much pesticides and herbicides and all of this poison mm-hmm. is conventional agriculture. But organic agriculture, what we think is organic is still conventional. It's still mechanized farming practices. So they still can be organic and they can 
still spray pesticides all totally over Totally different types of, you know, certified organic. Mm. Means of killing life. But, you know, doing it in different ways. Mm. But it's still not promoting life. It's just suppressive, right? Mm. Let's suppress the weed. Let's suppress the bug. Let's, let's not ask, why are you here? What do you have to share with me? Mm-hmm. Because we, as we are in relationship with all of life, with ourself, really, mm-hmm. we ask, you know, if there's ever a bug showing up in the garden or if there's what we call a weed, all plants are our life. Mm-hmm. What we call a weed, we ask, what, who are you? What do you have to share with us? Mm. Why are you here? How, how best can we assist you? Instead, in conventionally um, organic or conventional agriculture, we simply suppress it by applying a pesticide or, for, or, or you know, an herbicide or whatever. Um, or we use more fertilizers. Right to mm. stimulate instead of nourish. Mm. There's a difference between stimulating, like you know, we know that a good because we drink a lot of uh, coffee and stuff like that, mm. and uh, teas and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We're stimulating. That is very different from nourishing. Mm. The garden is highly nourishing, right? When we make a stinging nettle tea from the garden, when we take oat straw. And we make a tea out of milky oats. When we receive red clover, right? All alfalfa for those bodybuilders out there, right? All of these are nourishing, not stimulating or sedating. Mm. Of course, there's herbs in the garden that stimulate and sedate mm-hmm. too. But it's this, you know, mindset of... Let's stimulate it to have a false growth Mm. so that we can get more yields for me, for my corporation, for my personal gain. All this egoism Mm -hmm. and materialism of the dark force, which is so prevalent within the Americas. Yeah. I love that distinction between stimulate and nourish because it's so true that there's so much marketing and consumption done for stimulating products always. And the amount of coffee that people drink just to continue to stimulate themselves, the lack of nourishment leads to so many health issues that all goes back full circle to the basis of nourishment that we're doing in the love of ourselves and the foods that we consume which all goes back to the way that we treat people, which all goes back to the way that we treat animals, which goes all the way back to the way that we see the universe. It's all full circle. It is all a circle of life, mm. which we are but a, some people would call us a steward, mm-hmm. for myself a priest, mm-hmm. of the whole of the garden, performance and dance. Mm. Because we're just in a big theater, and some people are playing some roles which are out of line, out of balance mm-hmm. with the whole theater's performance. And we see it, you know, um, 
beings who have gone out of balance. This kind of goes into a very interesting stream of thought of what we could call entities, mm. right? That when, because we are also a threefold, just like I said, we're fourfold. We have body, we have life, we have soul, and we have spirit. Mm-hmm. We also have different beings who dwell within the soul life who are there for a purpose but they can be overemphasized and people start to act out in ways or think or feel or do in ways which are not in alignment with health with love with appreciation with asking mm. And so we, we, some people call it spirit possession, right? Or pathological information or entities, mm-hmm. you know, demonic force, the dark force, whatever you want to call it. There's three types. And those beings can become overemphasized and move people to do things which are not moral, mm. which are not the correct Christ or or love or God way, right? Or creator's way. Doesn't really matter. All these words. Because it's true spirit, like we were saying with the bee venom containing containing the true self. Some people can get out of balance with their true self and be steered away from the garden, away from the bees, away from life, away from the soul that is whole, away from the spirit, which is pure love light. Mm -hmm. That's all of the madness, right? Perniciousness we see in the world stems from a spirit who's the, right? We talk about in the community, the egoism, Ego is another word for I or spirit. Mm-hmm. So when that egoism is building, 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 materialism relating to the dark force or this one of these demonic forces mm-hmm. is steering people in ways that is not optimum mm-hmm. for health, vitality, for relationship development, um, so on and so forth. So the bees steer us back to activate, to awaken, to strengthen, to nourish, not stimulate, nourish our true self. Mm. The garden does the same. But it's interesting with the garden, there's few beings. We are the few beings, I guess. Mm. And the bees and maybe rosemary. Mm. Right? Rosemary is an angel who came to earth to help us strengthen our I, or we could say I consciousness or true self. Mm-hmm. Bees do that as well. And we can help each other do that as well. Mm-hmm. But when we go and try and take another plant or take an animal medicine that we call animal or plant medicine, these are not healing ways. As far as I'm, my opinion. So you're against the plant medicines. Or rather, maybe not against, but not for. They're not helpful now mm. for my development. Mm. P- 
plant medicines, what people call plant medicine, mm-hmm. all plants are really a food, mm-hmm. right? But what people call animal and plant medicines, right? And there's a lot of that rampant in the Americas. Mm-hmm. It's not helpful because they do not contain the true self. Mm. The bees is unique. Bee are unique because she is our true self. She bears, she delivers, she right carries like Mele Ferris. It ought to be the true self carrier. Mm. Because she carries our true self and wakes our true self up. The, quote, plant and animal medicines don't do that. They work on the soul. That's why it's all oneness. I feel love. I feel nirvana. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. Great. You can do that just by breathing. You can do that by going in the garden, by touching the water at the creek. Mm -hmm. You don't need a stimulant of whatever people want to use and abuse. And become addicted to if some people go down that hole, that rabbit hole, right, of addiction. Mm -hmm. We don't need any of that. And it's also not in our present evolutionary developmental growth and and optimum um, potency. Mm -hmm. It, It is old school. Plus, it opens a portal. Mm -hmm. And if someone doesn't have the true self... It's a two-way portal. So other entities can come in and take command of people's vessels Mm. and use people. That's why the most common we see it with alcohol, right? And working with people with alcohol is someone takes a drink. If they're strong in themselves, they can have a glass of wine and be fine. Have fun. Play. Mm. right? Right? Sing. Dance. Mm-hmm. celebrate, be in love. Mm-hmm. Another person drinks and then you see their character change mm. and they become possessed by a spirit. Mm-hmm. That is most prevalently, most easily seen with alcohol mm-hmm. because it's so, we're, our culture is steeped in alcohol abuse. What is sad is we're not taught how do you take command of yourself and your whole being so that you can be strong. So if you go play with something, you can be strong in yourself. Mm -hmm. The problem is people are not maybe ready for that, strengthened in their true self so that when they go on ayahuasca or combo or whatever all this crap is that is neurotoxic, it opens up the portal and other beings come in and hijack their vessel. Mm -hmm. That's a problem, right? That's where we see people get steered off course. The issue too then is that it's working on the soul. It's not working on what we're talking about, the I. Mm -hmm. The bees work on the soul, but that's not their primary function. The I function is primary. Mm. Plant med- quote, plant medicines, animal medicines, what a joke. They're old school and potentially highly detrimental, mm-hmm. mentally unstabilizing, 
it's really interesting because I, I hear your perspective. Plant medicines super helped me. So I have a different perspective than you. Are you strong in yourself with your true self? Yeah, but and and I hear you because I I know that everything can be taken too far. In my ayahuasca experience, I shed a lot of the ego stuff that I feel I could not have done without this plant connecting me deep into myself, me being really scared and working through it. But then again, I really honor the medicine. I listened to everything I was told. I integrated very, very effectively and I honor exactly what happened and the ceremony as it was. So from a different perspective, it super helped me and going forward, I would suggest it for someone who is really secure in themselves because I needed to do a 10-day silent Vipassana meditation retreat where there was no reading, no writing, no talking, no eye contact before even thinking about ayahuasca to make sure that I was stable within myself first, which I'm sure not a lot of people are willing to do. I've heard that a lot. Mm-hmm. And have worked with numerous people who have been tripped into anxiety disorders, paranoia, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Because it's neurotoxic. And it works on the soul. So you said shedding the ego. The true healing now is about integration of your ego. It's not about shedding anything. It's about mm. coming into a complete ego. That is why these things are not beneficial mm-hmm. and why people have lost their spirits, potentially, if they're weak, to these um, modalities mm. because they work on the soul. Right? And ayahuasca, interestingly enough, is a, a portal to the plant spirits of South America. We don't live in South America. We live in the North America. Mm-hmm. So it has, again, it's not biographically place-based. It is out of context as well. I mean, we can talk very deep and go into all of it, mm-hmm. but essentially... Only those like you, yourself, who have received a benefit are very, very strong in your spirit, in your ego. Mm -hmm. People who don't know themselves, who don't have that self-awareness, could be hijacked, could could really suffer from things like spirit possession. Um, And and really... um, throw them for a, a roller coaster ride mm-hmm. because it's also working on the soul that's the old school healing work mm. the new school or the out of the school mm-hmm. <laughs> let's say um the new higher work of alchemy mm-hmm. is to work on our eye mm. which ayahuasca doesn't do that even though it's aya i mm. doesn't work on that it, it's it's a plant the vine of the dead. It's not the vine of life. It's the vine of the dead. It works on the soul. 
Rosemary, which is a beautiful, way more powerful than ayahuasca. Rosemary, Rosemarinus officinalis, is a plant that kind of like the bees, mysteriously contains an ability. It's not that, like in the bee venom, the bee venom has the eye consciousness. In rosemary, it has the ability to strengthen the eye function in rosemary. It contains warmth, which is related to the eye, which is the new healing way. The soul is easy to work with, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking, feeling, willing, all the thought forms, the belief systems, the emotionality, the mental stuff is easy to work with. That's the soul. But the higher development of our here now, evolutionary growth, has everything to do with the spirit or you as a unique being. Mm. So anyways, we could go deep yeah, with that. But... I know. We can pause now, but I feel like... I really am interested in your plant medicine perspective because I have such a different one. So this is a conversation I would love to dive deeper into. Beautiful. But let's pause this podcast for now. I'm sure we will do another one. How can people find you, Andrew? Well, I haven't checked my website for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it is Ancient Way of Health, right? ancientwayofhealth.com even possibly i have b body work b-e-e bodywork.com mm-hmm. and they both lead to the same website which has more information coming more from a physical perspective mm-hmm. because everything has to do with spirit and so all just to kind of summarize what we're talking about the bees work so well because they have that spirit like we're talking about mm-hmm. i don't know anything else except you and mm. human human you know like human beings who have the eye mm. rosemary has that ability to strengthen the bees contain the eye mm. let me know what else does it's- give me an email shoot me an email <laughs> or give me a call um, instagram, How can people instagram, find instagram ancient way of health all together beautiful and Thank you all. We really appreciate you and look forward to whatever is in the next conversation. Everyone's going to come to Sedona and get some bee venom therapy now. And interesting though, bee therapy is only one of the things I do. So maybe it'd be important for us at some point to have a conversation about, because I do shamanic work using frequencies and light and love and intention and other ways such as stones and so on and so forth which are more of the new shamanic alchemy beautiful thank you andrew thank you so much for listening this conversation was beautiful for me if you enjoyed it just as much as i did it would mean so much to me if you left a five-star review on apple podcasts Every review makes a huge difference and I appreciate you so much. Have a beautiful day. Talk to you soon.